that's a technical foul. <laughs> what up, everybody? It is I, Adam Pecora here, and you are tuned in to Requiem for a Tuesday. How's it going? Hope you're doing well. We're going to do a little full episode sports corner edition today. AKA your boy don't got topics. Um <laughs> haven't done it in a while. Think it's time. We're about a third of the way through the football season, including playoffs. I think it's time for a little update. Haven't discussed since the season started, so that'll be exciting. And you know. Recording this before the Bears Monday night disaster that's about to unfold. So I'm still in a mood to discuss football. <laughs> Let me do the plugs and then we'll dive right in, baby. It's go time. Okay. <laughs> Rate, review, subscribe. Requiem for a Tuesday, Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, we're on all of them. Name some more, we're probably on those too without me even doing that intentionally. I don't know how it works really, let's be honest. Uh, let's see, we got merch as well, rfat.bigcartel.com. We got a tote, we got a pin, bottle cap style, some stickers, comes with a nice little pen. Which, you know, those aren't correlated in any way. I just didn't think it through. What else do we got on there? We got Microwave Minutes. We got a coaster set for Justice. Check out his show. Also available streaming anywhere, including video episodes available on YouTube. Uh, we make music together as multiplex as well as individually. I'm sure you can get to everything through the links in the description below. Maybe not Justice's individual projects. But either way, the podcast is there. So check out all that great stuff. You can follow me on Instagram at adam.rfat if you so choose. If for any reason you want to reach out, you can email the show rfatpodcast at gmail.com think that just about covers it now let's dive right in got a little pre-stoned for this you know chilling want to keep this loose keep it calm keep it cool keep it casual keep it crisp <laughs> love keeping it crisp for you know i don't know what it is but that's such a good phrase to me how's that not a slogan how's keep it crisp not trademarked. If it isn't, I'd like to verbally reserve my right to do so. And if it is, congratulations. I will continue to say it. All right. <laughs> we got a lot to talk about today. Hopefully I can pack it all into a nice little 30. Because I got to watch the Bears get smoked. I guess let's just dive right in and let's just talk about my beloved Chicago Bears to begin. Look, they've somehow been in every game so far this year. Like, if you look at the final scores, it might not necessarily reflect that. 
But, I mean, let's take a look anyway. The Giants lost by one score. Technically, you know, there was a bunch of disasters and it was easier and we still had a shot. Couldn't get there. The Vikings, one score game. I believe another stupid turnover or two late turnovers, right? Weren't we up? We were up. We were up. Then we were down seven, then a fumble, and yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a chance there. And against Washington, I mean, we were dominating them. They were playing worse. It was our mistake that led to them going up, and then even still, you know, we should have had it. Now, regardless, no matter what the Bears' record is, as I said to begin, it's all about the look. You almost prefer for them to look great and then lose. The defense is way better than anyone would have expected. Uh, Kyler Gordon, the rookie, not great, but Jaquan Brisker, the other rookie in the secondary, has been phenomenal. I love him. Eddie Jackson, they said he was going to be back, and he's been back. He's playing great, honestly, and you love to see that. Um, other than that, I mean, not a lot to be happy with here. Justin Fields has shown some flashes. But overall, I mean, he's missing easy plays over and over again, making some spectacular ones he shouldn't be able to. But not seeing the easy stuff come natural to him is hard to watch. Uh, the offensive line, again, they're somehow better than we all thought, which I kind of thought would be true, but the pass blocking isn't there, and that's what we really need. Um, but they're somehow really successful in the run game. Like That was kind of true with Nagy, where it's like if they just wouldn't throw it 40 times, they would be better. But this is like a dominant run game, which is even crazier given how inept the passing is because, you know, you would think they would just load up the box and shut us down and then we wouldn't be good at anything, but somehow they're still able to run the ball really well. So I guess that is a bright spot. Uh, but man, it's ugly. And I'm terrified of what Bill Belichick's going to do to us tonight. I am terrified of what Micah Parsons is going to do to us the week after. And let's see, what's after that? Then we get a little bit of a break. Dolphins, not a crazy defense. The Lions, the worst defense. Falcons, they're bad. The Jets, D's okay, I guess, but whatever. And so on and so forth. Then it gets bad again, but whatever. I just don't want the kid to get hurt. I still, like, it's there. The potential is there, but it's assuming that they take all their cap space and actually having draft capital next year and really overhaul the entire team. We'll see. Uh, but overall, yeah, it's sad. I would say that it is sad. Maybe Nikhil Harry can maybe do some things to help. But that sounds crazy to me. And uh, yeah. So I don't know. Still, still, I guess I'm just up in the air. But I have gone negative. So... That's not great. We're not seeing what we need to see. I, it's hard to say if it's the play calling or the execution. I mean, now you can definitely see straight up that he's just holding the ball when he doesn't need to be. There's crossers open. There's outlets open that are just not being thrown. I mean, I suppose we could still get there by the end of the year to where they're playing more competently. But uh, at this rate, it is pretty rough. So I guess there's your little Bears update. What I'm going to do now, I'm just going to go division by division. So I guess let's start in the NFC North. I'll do the rest of the NFC and then shift over. But uh, 
It's not great. All of football is really not that great this year. And, I mean, I've been thoroughly entertained, don't get me wrong, although the 3 o'clock slates have been pretty rough lately. And I don't like when they're just doing three games and almost is like, I don't know, just kind of defeats the purpose. Like you're watching on Red Zone back and forth between three games, but the beginning sets between 12. It's like, who thought of this? I don't know. I get it. You want to put more focus on the afternoon games so they can get higher ratings, I guess, but uh, the product isn't really there. And it just seems like there's been such a massive overcorrection with passing where, you know, we all thought, okay, this is a passing league now. Everybody's throwing for 5,000 yards a year, 50 touchdowns, offense, offense, offense. And it seems defense finally caught up. Everybody adjusted their schemes to really defeat the pass. Uh, players even, the way that they look, the different body types that you're having at different positions. And it was kind of just like, all right, we'll just drop more guys in coverage. And now running is back. And passing numbers will probably never be the way they used to be. They're going to always kind of be skewed towards the more modern, efficient game. But... Uh, running matters again, and you kind of need to have good yardage and a good back and a good scheme and all that, and you kind of can't get by without running at all, uh, mostly just because defenses won't allow it. Before, you used to be able to get by 12 carries a game, you know, the old Andy Reid adage that used to say never worked because running was the thing, which is now technically ahead of its time, but now he is right back into needing to run it again. Although Kansas city will be fine. Um, but you get my point. It's just like, I don't know. Look at Tampa right now. They can't run the ball and they can't do anything. Somehow the passing attack isn't there. It's like the old run to set up the pass has just inverted. Like the West coast offense has become the norm. You pass to set up the run. You got to be able to run. There was just that couple years there where it was like, all right, there's nothing anyone can do. We're just slinging it all over the field. And the defense is back. Defense is back just as a whole. And that's great. I love that. Uh, I especially thought when the rules were crazy skewing to where only offense, you know, has a chance. And it's like we're basically just going to make it so teams can move the ball up and down the field and it's just going to be shootouts and that's kind of what we thought the future was going to be. Luckily for us, you have to be able to stop people. And you can now, so that's fun. But I mean, just a lot of wild results. I kind of thought, oh, the NFC, there's not really any good teams. Kind of true. The division we thought would we would would be good, excuse me, is not, and the one that is I thought was going to be terrible. Uh the AFC there's kind of not really any elite teams besides the Bills for now. Again, it's one of those weird things in the NFL too where it's basically early in the season until it's 10 games in. Even though, you know what I mean? Even though you're more than halfway, you still don't really know of anything. Because I remember, what, two years ago, the Bears were 5-1. and one, They finished 8-8 eight and eight or some shit. That, can ha that happens every year to teams you don't expect, teams you don't expect to have the good record, teams start out slow, you know, whatever. There's a million ways anything can go. 
And right now, it's probably as up in the air as I can ever remember it being as to who's even good yet. Who's maybe going to make it? Like, are the Jets going to stay good? I I assume not, but they keep winning, you know? So, all right. Back to the divisions. Let's go. So, we got Minnesota atop the North at 5-1. and one. Uh, Shocking, to say the least. I still don't think that they're very good. They keep squeaking out wins. I mean, they barely beat the Lions, they barely beat the Saints, they barely beat the Bears, they barely beat the Dolphins. Uh, This was a problem for them in the reverse last year. They couldn't win any one-score games, now they're winning one-score games. It's weird that that would even out over the course of two full seasons versus within one season, but if they keep it up, who knows, they do have a couple easy games coming up but then the schedule gets a little tough then it kind of lightens up so we'll see um i still don't buy it but with a heavy lead in the division currently could just be something that they could hold up but also again long way to go a lot of things can happen a lot of variables at play here I, i would prefer them to win the division because i'm sick of the packers And speaking of the Packers, they look bad, and they look bad for real. Doesn't seem like a thing they can fix. I mean, they lost to fucking Washington, who is horrific. And, I mean, look, when you get paid as your quarterback as much as you should get paid plus your star-wide receiver, and you let the star-wide receiver go, and you think you're just going to fill that hole of one of the best guys in the NFL, this is what happens. I mean... Now, if Devontae was going to leave no matter what, then sure, I guess they did the right thing, but their offense is bad, and the system doesn't really make sense. It doesn't seem like they're calling the right plays, but also whenever they do anything downfield, the guy drops it or Rodgers is off. Like They just can't connect on anything. Could be a thing that works out over the course of the season, but I mean, they're running out of time. If they keep losing, I mean, you're just going to fall out. And they got the Bills next week. They got the Cowboys coming up, the Eagles. I mean, with the team, with Aaron Rodgers, like, they could technically win any of these, probably not the Bills, but it's not looking great. It's not looking great, and I love that. The Bears, we already discussed. The Lions, look, last year I feel like their defense played kind of okay and held them in games, and then the offense was just sad. And now they're slinging the ball, running the ball all over the field. The offense is as explosive as ever, and they're back to being 32nd in defense. Maybe the defense was bad last year, too. I'm sure it was. But it's worse, and they're not going to win many games because they just can't. But I like them. They're likable. They're fun. Dan Campbell's fun. Uh, But, yeah, just not good enough. You know, and it's weird because I would say they probably on paper have a much better roster than the Bears do. Definitely on offense. But that franchise, man, they just don't know how to win no matter what year it is. So let's bounce to the East. Philly, they're legitimately obviously very good. Their schedule is also very easy. So it's like they might just easily win 14 games. They might make it to the Super Bowl. Who knows? Maybe the playoffs will catch up to them. Still don't really know what to make of it. I think 
They're very legit, though, so nothing really mentioned there. The New York Giants, however, listen, I've never liked a New York football team, really. I could tell you, like, the Rex Ryan Jets I thought were fun and, like, a defense and running team at the time was very appealing. I loved a lot of the guys on the roster, but I wasn't, like, heavily invested. Not that I am in this scenario either, but I've never once... Like the Giants, I've always hated them, and I've mostly just not liked the Jets because they've never really been relevant in any way. So it's just kind of fun to watch them lose. Uh, I love this Giants team, and I don't know why. Uh, I really, as I was saying all offseason, I really wanted the Bears to hire Dayball. Seems like that was a great decision as they are inexplicably 6-1. and one. Look, they're squeaking out wins. Their defense is playing great. They're making plays when they need to make plays, and then the offense does the same. I mean, defense needs a key stop or takeaway. They get one. The offense needs to score to take a lead, and they do, and then it holds up. Like They're playing perfect complementary football. Saquon's back, playing great. Uh, Daniel Jones, never thought I'd like him, never really had a thought. He was just, like, embarrassing. And now I love it. He's become this crazy, like, sleight-of-hand master where he's hiding the ball and doing, like, behind-the-backs and all this shit on reverses and options and all this shit. And it's like, is this guy going to revolutionize the NFL? Like, why hasn't there been more, like, ball sneakiness advances? I just remember I was sitting there real stone watching them play the Bears. I was like, is this guy starting the next big like wildcat-esque trend where everybody's going to start to do insane ball fakes and take like Harlem Globetrotters ball handling classes? Uh, <laughs> but they're a lot of fun. They can't really throw the ball at all, but his stats are fine and he's not really turning it over and he's running the fuck out of it and they're just playing great. And I think their offense is fun. Their defense is great. They have great players that are very likable, and I can't believe it, but I'm rooting for them. I find them to be very entertaining, and I love the story that they should suck, but they keep not sucking. We'll see how it lasts. Again, same thing. Long, I'm just going to keep saying it all episode. Long way to go. They have the Seahawks up next. That's winnable. Texans, winnable. Lions, winnable. Cowboys, winnable. They already beat them? No, that's their one loss, but by seven. Uh, what else? Commanders win like Eagles eh? Commanders win Vikings win Colts win Eagles eh? like this team also they could win 12 games I wouldn't be shocked it's crazy Dallas they suck their offense anyway their defense is great now all of a sudden so they might keep squeaking out these tiny wins um but the explosive days of the Dallas offense is over Whatever reason, Dak doesn't seem to have it in the same way. They seem to miss the Cooper side of having C.D. Lamb. Now, they're getting by, whatever. They keep giving Zeke all the touchdowns. Great for my fantasy team. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. They they just don't have it. I don't see them as any real contender. Washington is a shit show. How they have three wins is a miracle. Like, Ron Rivera is clearly a great head coach because this team should not be good. They were just 1-4. and four. They should have lost to the Bears in embarrassing fashion. I mean, they had no offense in that game. The muff punt by Valus Jones. I mean, I feel so bad for Valus Jones, but I think that he should 
know how to fucking catch a punt at the same time. And we I honestly thought he was going to make a difference in some capacity, maybe on swings and stuff, whatever. Um, but two muffs back-to-back costing us games. Brutal. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Washington is horrible. I don't. I don't know what to make of it. Just an absolute shit show of a franchise top to bottom. We'll go to the south. Won't spend a lot of time here. Tampa, what's going on? I don't know, but they're still in first, and they're going to stay in first. New Orleans is no good. Doesn't matter who's playing quarterback. Carolina, same exact situation. Um, Although, clearly, they're good defensively. They were last year, but... I mean, the odds of them coming up with consistent enough offense to get wins, just not going to happen. Atlanta, the opposite. They're not going to get consistent enough defense to ever really be good. However, if they can maintain a near 500 thing, they could hang on with Tampa. Maybe Tampa gets it together. I don't know. There was talks of like Byron Leftwich getting head coaching gigs. Ah, seems like Bruce Arians had a lot to do with all that. Uh, yeah, whole division's a shit show. Seems like Tampa will win it by default, but, I mean, a shocker there. Another shocker would be in the West. San Francisco trades for McCaffrey. Still has no offense. Uh, people keep blaming Jimmy G. Look, he's better than most still, but yeah, cost him the game yesterday. I mean... Still, the idea that Trey Lance is the guy, here's his season stats. Now, he went through the Bears game. We've all heard the thing. It's in a monsoon. Yeah, we all know. His total season stats in the one game plus a few minutes he got to play, 15 of 31, 194 yards, and a pick, two sacks, 16 carries, 67 yards, and a fumble. So, are they going to be better next year with Trey Lance? Doubt it. Uh, but their defense is good. I don't know. They have the same record as Arizona, who has been completely impossible to watch all season. So, what do you got? Uh, The Rams can't run, can't throw it to anybody but Cooper Cup. Defense has lost a step. Uh, How's that going to end up? Probably not good. (laughs) That's all I got to say. Um... Cooper Cup outside Tyler Higby's a tight end. So the next receiver, he has more than double the catches. Allen Robinson's been a total bust. They look broken, and I don't see how that gets corrected. Seattle. Uh Geno Smith is probably the third best quarterback in the NFL this season. It seemed like he was going to play well week one, and then that was going to be it, and it would have been like a cool thing. He's playing great. Like they're, they're Offense is awesome, and they look he looks like Russell Wilson, which everybody's saying, and Russell Wilson looks like Geno Smith. Like, they did some weird Space Jam voodoo shit where those guys swapped talent. <laughs> but and Kenneth Walker's awesome, no surprise. He was great in college, and that seems to be working out. So, honestly, that division, I could see it staying with the exact standings it has. I could see that going any other way. Like, I wish I had some insight here. I have no idea how this season's going to play out. It's exactly what I was saying at the beginning of the season. That part of it is true, not even in the way we expected, but again, don't know what's going to happen. All right. Boy, am I a broken record this episode. Sorry, folks. 
Uh, <laughs> let's go to the AFC. I'll try to bang this out quick. Okay, AFC West. Kind of going exactly as we thought in terms of standing. But boy, the Chargers, they just continue to be incredibly disappointing. Uh, losing games they, quote, shouldn't be losing, but maybe they should if it keeps happening. Um, But the way the league's going out, I mean, they're still in playoff safety here. The Raiders are surprisingly bad. Who knows how that'll even out. I could see them making up a lot of games and maybe ending up in wild card contention. Denver's a disaster. I'm glad they're a disaster. Russell Wilson's become annoying and he's clearly not good. So have fun for the next five years, Denver fans, because that was a huge mistake. Dude is washed. I mean, who knows next year, maybe, but that Hackett hire was clearly a mistake. That's the same thing, like I said, with Mike McDaniel. It's like, just because the guy was a coordinator for an offensive guy doesn't mean he's good, too. Looks that way for the Bears as well. Um, Kansas City, they're going to be fine. Just always, no matter what, Mahomes is amazing. Their offensive line is good. Don't really care. They filled in. Tyreek Hill just fine with Juju and Scantling. Scantling's a speed guy. Juju was great. He was an elite receiver in the NFL, and then Ben Roethlisberger fell off, and we just all kind of assumed it was his fault. It was not. He still got it. He looks great and is a great fit for them. The AFC South, uh, a shit show as expected. Tennessee's going to run away with this. The Colts are somehow 3-3-1, and and they're going with Sam Ellinger out of Texas the rest of the year because Matt Ryan, again, it's this weird thing. You're just washed out of nowhere. He fell off a 1,000% and somehow cannot even play quarterback anymore. The Colts, man, that must be rough. You're just getting a new quarterback every year, and every year he's disappointing and plays like shit. Uh, Jacksonville, again, I don't know why anybody expected anything out of them. I don't care about Trevor Lawrence. I don't think he's very good. And I don't think that that team can just flip us. The Jags, they just have bad juju. They're not going to flip a switch in a year. Sorry. Houston's Houston. That They won't be good for 10 years. (laughs) You know what I mean? They had like a brief little run and then we all know what happened. That brings us to the AFC East. The Bills are the best team in the NFL. They look so much better than everybody. It's kind of scary. They lost a crazy game in Miami with heat stroke and all this shit. And Miami's offense was great in that game. But that was a fluke. And this team is unbelievable. They're great on defense. They're great on offense. They look better than everybody by a million miles. Uh, Josh Allen is completely unstoppable. Nothing really to say there. The Jets, crazy surprising to me. You know, for years, every year, people talk about all the talent on the Jets roster and they suck every year. And Zach Wilson sucks and they won games with Joe Flacco and they're winning games with Zach Wilson. However, they just lost their star rookie running back who was a basically the whole reason that they had good offense. So I don't think that that's very sustainable either. Sorry, Jets fans. I think you're going to end up losing a lot of games. Miami, don't believe in Tua, but with a receiving core like that, who knows how that's going to work out. They have an easy schedule as well. So the Dolphins might end up making the playoffs by default. But I don't believe in them, and I don't view them as a serious contender 
either. Uh, whereas the Patriots don't ever write them off with Belichick. Uh, Mac Jones maybe gets benched by Bailey Zappi at some point this season. Who knows? Uh, but their schedule isn't terrible. And I think that they will probably contend for a wild card. But maybe some QB drama there coming soon. Their running game is disappointing, stuff like that. But the defense, I'm sure, will be fine. And they will get an easy win tonight, as mentioned, against the Chicago Bears. So I guess at this point in the season... Oh, we have to talk about the North. I picked Cleveland to win the division. They're in great, or sorry, Cincinnati. They're in great shape to do that. Had a slow start. They're catching up. Baltimore's kind of falling off. Like they're winning, but they started out really explosive, and now their offense is kind of dwindling. They are just one of those teams, like San Francisco, that can just not stay healthy. Uh, Cleveland's going to fall in a hole that a butthole that Deshaun Watson can't dig them out of. Ha ha. Even when he gets back, which they still might suck with him, but whatever. That's the karma they get for their poor decisions, and Pittsburgh's a fucking disaster. Mitch Pickett, doesn't matter. They suck. Um, So it's kind of it. The division winners, I think, are pretty much in line with what I'd predicted outside of the NFC West. Uh, the rest of the playoff spots, though, man, it's going to be a fun ride the rest of the way, and I guess, again, Baltimore is winning the division at this point, technically, but it's got the right... Uh, the right trajectory. Ooh, that was hard to say. Uh, but yeah. So I guess technically the season's kind of going as expected in terms of division winners outside of oh the North and the West and the NFC. Otherwise, we're in good shape for everything to go as planned. Planned. My great plan for the NFL season. Um, But we will check in later on in the year, do another recap, see where we're going. But the wild card race is as fucking up in the air as ever rate review and subscribe to requiem for a tuesday any and all platforms you can find all the merch music and other things that i work on in the description below thanks for tuning in and remember i are fat you are fat we are fat calculator <laughs>